Hey, my name's Michaela, and I am obsessed with all things finance, numbers, and routines, and helping you navigate your own personal finance journey in your 20s and beyond. I'm a 20-something millennial working a regular old corporate job that brings you practical tips to save more money, build a solid financial foundation, and stay healthy and happy while doing it all. I teach you the tried and true strategies to building long-term sustainable wealth so you can live your best life without sacrificing the little things like coffee or that new pair of jeans. I like to keep things super real around here, so get ready to talk all things money, life, personal growth, routines, and all the fun and not-so-fun experiences that pop up in your 20s. Think of this as happy hour with your best girlfriend, except instead of talking about all the fluff, we're talking about the important stuff. This is Break Your Budget, the podcast. Hello and welcome back to Break Your Budget, the podcast. My name's Michaela and today we are talking about credit cards. So credit cards are one of those things that they get a pretty bad rap, but they are a tool that you can use to grow your wealth when you actually use them correctly, which is a big mishap I would say that most people deal with when they open up their first credit card. So obviously if a credit card is used incorrectly, it can cause you some serious trouble because credit cards have very, very low monthly payments and very, very high interest rates. So that is a combination and a recipe for disaster because it means that basically you don't have to make a lot of payments or you don't have to put a lot of money towards your credit card bill every single month, but it's really racking up interest. So ultimately, if the value that you are, or the balance that you're carrying on your credit card isn't going down, but it's continuing to accrue interest, it's basically just growing in the amount of money that you have to pay. And that is how credit cards, credit card companies make money. They really capitalize on human nature and our inability to pay attention. So that is why credit cards get a bad rap. But when you use them the right way, they can actually help you save money and ultimately live your ideal life for less money out of your pocket. So there are two main ways that credit cards will help you. The first is with a strong credit score, which can save you thousands of dollars on big purchases over time. And the second is through credit card rewards, which are really a game changer because they help you earn money back and they can give you rewards that you can apply towards your lifestyle, like traveling and um, flight discounts and all of those really fun things that cost a lot of money. So in this episode, I'm going to walk you through five credit card commandments that will help you build strong credit and boost your credit score. 
So with that, let's jump right into them. The first is to pay off your credit card in full. So that sounds really freaking obvious and you're probably like, Michaela, that's not a commandment. Well, it is because you would be surprised at how many people don't do this. And this is one of the easiest ways not only to boost your credit score, but to keep your expenses low. Because if you don't pay your balance off in full, then you're going to accrue interest the next month. And that is how it snowballs. You also will pay a late fee. So combine extra interest with a late fee, and that's just money that you didn't need to spend. So every single month, your goal needs to be to pay off your credit card in full, and that can be alleviated by ensuring that you are not putting anything on your credit card that you don't have the money to pay for in cash sitting in either a savings or a checking account. So you need to be paying your balance off on time in full every single month, And this is like the most important thing that you can do to build better habits around using your credit card. That is why it is listed as number one. The second commandment, it sort of piggybacks and I touched on it recently in the first commandment, but it is if you don't have the money, don't put it on the card. So part of building good habits around using your credit card is to keep in mind that having a credit card isn't free money. Okay, it's basically like a short-term a short-term loan. So it's money that you owe back whether or not it directly comes out of your checking account at the time that you swipe your card is you know, a little nitty-gritty detail. It really doesn't matter. You cannot and should not be buying anything on your credit card if you don't already have the money in your account. That is one of those things that is a complete non-negotiable. This is how people get into serious credit card debt because they treat a credit card as free money and they act like it's money that they don't need to pay back. And ultimately they're buying things that they either don't need, aren't adding value to their life and that they can't afford because the credit card gives them the limit to do that. And that is a terrible money habit to be in. It is one of those things that will cripple you forever because getting rid of credit card debt is a incredibly challenging thing to do. And it takes money away from other wealth building opportunities that you could be capitalizing on otherwise. So if you don't have the money sitting in an account to buy something, don't put it on the card. Even if you know that you have money coming in in a month or you have income that you haven't gotten paid yet, if that money is not in your account, do not swipe your credit card. The third credit commandment is to keep your cards open and active. So Part of building up a strong credit score is your credit history, which comes from having a credit card for a longer period of time and making on time, in full, consistent payments over, you know, a couple of years. When you play the long game with your cards and the longer your card is open, the easier it's going to be to not only boost your score, but keep your score high and consistent, which is so important when it comes to credit card use. And say, the reason why having a credit card is important is for if you want to purchase a home or take out a loan of some sort, the bank, the lender is going to look at your credit history and evaluate if you are somebody who has consistently 
paid back your debts. So every time you swipe your credit card, you're basically in short-term debt. And if you are showing the bank that every month you're making consistent payments and you're paying it off in full, you are a strong person that they can view as somebody who will pay back this loan that they're basically gonna give you for, say, a house. So aim to consistently charge items on your credit card and pay them back on time for a long time, okay? You're not gonna have an 800 credit score after having a credit card for two months. It can take a year or two years, three years, even five to 10 years to really build up that rapport and show that you can consistently make payments. So make sure that you're not closing out credit cards, though that can take a pretty big ding to your credit score. And that kind of really reiterates that you shouldn't be opening a ton of credit cards either, because if you have to have a lot of cards open because you are opening them to save like 15% when you're buying something, like you're opening a store credit card or something, not only is that more money in more places that you have to think about paying back, but it also adds one layer of disorganization and makes it increases the risk essentially that you will forget to pay off a card and it will start, you know, carrying a balance, accruing interest, and that will hurt your credit score too. So try and keep your cards minimal and keep them open and active over a long period of time. The fourth commandment is to think about credit utilization. So your utilization score is the percentage amount of your credit line that you use on an average basis. So your credit line, based on the type of credit card you have, could be anywhere from like $2,000 to $20,000. I believe my credit line right now is like $12,000. So that means that at any point in time, you can carry a balance of up to twelve grand on a specific card. So your utilization score is how much on average you're carrying on your card every single month in relation to that credit line that's available to you. So you calculate it by dividing how much you charge and owe on your card on average each month by that credit line. So if your credit line's $10,000 and you charge charge on average about two grand to it every single month, your utilization rate is 20%. So the goal to really boost your credit score is to keep that utilization at or around 20 to 30%, ideally below 30%, because this shows to a lender that you can carry a balance, you can pay off a specific amount, a large amount, of your available credit every single month. It basically just shows them that you are responsible and you're spending money that you can pay back, but you're not spending like all of the money that's available to you. Um, This is a really important factor of your credit score. So it's not the most important. It's more important to make sure you're paying your credit card off every month. But if you're really getting to a point where your credit score has been hovering around a certain number for a long time and you want to start to boost it, utilization is one of those things that you can follow um, and really start to boost up your credit score. And then the last credit card commandment here is to actually use your rewards. So when you're responsible with your credit card, you can get some pretty serious deals, whether it be like 2% cash back on every purchase or, you know, 2% cash back on qualifying purchases, like if you eat out at a restaurant or if you, um, 
really enjoy traveling, you can get travel rewards cards that will save you money on flights. You can even fly for free in some instances if you use up enough points or get hotel deals. Like sometimes even just having a specific credit card qualifies you for 15 or 20% back at specific hotel chains. So it's so important to make sure that if you are using a credit card, that you are actually using a card that has rewards that you can apply to your life. I always say that cash back is one of the best routes to take because it's basically just money back in your pocket. 2% cash back every single month if you are spending $1,000 is 20 bucks. So that's $20 in your pocket. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a lot of money, but it's more money than you would have had otherwise and you can just apply it to your credit card bill. Um, and that ranges, like some credit cards offer 5% cash back if you use it on going out to eat. And there are ways to kind of hack this a little bit. Like an example is if, for me, I use a travel rewards card for most of my purchases that I am saving for when I am traveling for my friend's weddings because that's a very expensive thing that I know in my life I'm going to have to do in the next couple of years. So like if I go out to dinner with a group of friends and the bill's $300, I just put it on my card. I get all the points and I get like two times points on eating out and then I have everybody Venmo me and that's how you can really, you know, earn and maximize your credit card rewards, kind of hack them in a way to really reap benefits that you can apply to your life. So I wouldn't recommend doing that. Obviously, if you have issues with using your credit card in a healthy way or you have credit card debt that you need to pay back, but once you're in a really healthy rhythm with using your card and you can make the payments every single month and you're obviously not spending money that you don't have and you know your friends are gonna pay you back, that's a really great way or strategy to really start doubling down on earning back credit card rewards. Um, The reason being is because rewards can actually help you get ahead financially if you use them properly. For example, like I said, for me traveling for friends' weddings, for me to travel to a friend's wedding, and especially if I'm gonna be in the wedding, could be a two or $3,000 expense when you think about all in between buying the flights, round trip flights, staying in a hotel, actually being there for a few days. You think about gifts. If you're in the wedding, that's another expense. And if you have the points to cover all of your travel, that's just money that you don't have to spend. It's money that can then be redirected to other things that you don't really need to worry about. And it doesn't set you back financially. It's not an unexpected expense. So I want you to really start thinking about if you do have a credit card or if you're thinking about opening one, make sure that you're looking at cards and using cards that are adding value back into your life from a rewards perspective because otherwise it's not worth it to use a credit card. Those are the five commandments of credit and healthy credit habits. Um, I really do encourage you to look into and learn more about credit scores and the value of having a high credit score. Credit cards are one of those tools that 
can be either used to your advantage or really work against you if it's used improperly. So I really do encourage you, if you do have a credit card, to make sure that obviously you are using it responsibly because otherwise it can put you in a serious financial hole. You know yourself better than I do. So if you can't trust yourself to use a credit card in a responsible way, then I would say probably don't use one until you're in a position where you can. But remember, good credit card habits can and will improve your financial future and using them right will put you in an advantageous position over the long term. And if you are here listening to Break Your Budget, if you are part of my community on Instagram, you know that I have a long-term perspective. I am helping you establish long-term, lifelong, healthy financial habits that will help you grow long-term, my favorite word, long-term sustainable wealth over time, okay? We are not here for a hot and sexy, quick and dirty financial fix. We are here for long-term sustainable wealth. It's not sexy, it's not always fun, but it works and it can be easy if you do the right things. As an example, using a credit card in a healthy and positive way. So with that, I'm going to wrap up this episode. As always, if you enjoy listening to my podcast, please make sure that you leave a five-star review. It would mean so much to me if you did that because it really helps get the podcast out to other people. And part of my goal for the new year is to make financial education specifically for young women easy and accessible and sustainable and obviously Getting a podcast in front of someone is a very easy way to do that. So if you enjoy the podcast, please leave a five-star review. And with that, I will catch you guys in the next episode.